This is the Watch Geek Time Podcast. Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to Watch Geek Time. This is the WatchGeekTime.com podcast. It's a conversation about heritage, history, and why we're so hooked on horology. Sit back and relax because we're going to talk about everything from watches to watches. The WatchGeekTime.com podcast is recorded live on Saturdays from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific Time. I am your host and in-house watch geek, Scott Goldman, on the boards, as always is... It's Jody. What's happening, my friend? Hey, uh, just uh, excited about our call today. I've got a, a fellow buddy, Aussie, uh, we're going to have a chat with today. Yes, we are. We have a very special guest coming on the line. Yeah. Going to be good. Yeah. How, how was your week? It was great. That you know, you you mentioned down down under. It's 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 crazy to try to figure out the time sometimes around the yeah. world. But we're going to share with everybody the really easy way to figure <laughs> out what time it is there. We'll get to that. My week was great. How was yours? It was good. Bit of, you, anything special? No, just work, long hours. But I was down there in Beverly Beverly Hills. Oh you oh Bev. Oh, you were, were you? I was doing oh, a lot Beverly of work in there. Hills, <clears throat> Some oh. of the buildings around there, I saw Rolex and... Uh, you asked me if they if they actually do anything in that building that says Rolex. Right, but you, you think that's the uh, service center there? They do uh, have a, a number of watchmakers there servicing watches. Okay. Otherwise, they go to Dallas. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, there are people who service watches right there. Nice. Canyon and Will Shire. Yeah, yep. Reach us on the Twitter at WatchGeekTime with the hashtag W-A-Y-W-T. Make, model, and reference if you know it. What are you wearing? Of course, you're wearing a glycine. Glycine, because I need to know what time it is down there in Oz. Perfect. Couldn't have chosen a better watch so we'll myself. we'll see if Roman's accurate. I got my, my uncle's favorite on, my Ulysses Nardin. Damn. The Ulysses are really coming out with some nice pieces at the moment. Roman's got a very sweet collection. We'll we'll get into that in yeah. a second. So, of course, we're going to talk about the hotties from the real real, the new arrivals. I see them over on your screen there. We're going to talk to our good buddy from down end, yeah, Roman. If we got some time left, we're going to talk. We're going to revisit Cartier, the art of jewelry. Hmm. We're gonna. I hope we'll make it to getting to Watch Geek Term Town. It'll be going train or sometimes called the gear train. People all over the world join hands, form a gear train. Gear train. <laughs> first, we got the email. Do it. Do it. Email. Okay. <clears throat> Our first email comes from Laurie Langstrom from Edgewood, Kentucky. And Laurie writes in disc on Jody. I have my dad's old Rolex, but the bezel is badly scratched. With some visible surface dings. What is the best way the bezel on a, or the best way to polish a bezel on a watch? Well, Laurie, the only way to truly polish a bezel on a watch is to get the bezel away from the watch, which typically requires a full uh, disassemble disassembling of the watch. I wouldn't, here's why I wouldn't just like take a watch and put it on a wheel. Oh, you, you, cause you get all that. Cause you need a polish, right? You need yeah. to use it and it, and it'll, it'll get underneath things and the paste, the paste. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you want to be able to get that bezel off the watch so that you can polish it. And Oh, by the way, sometimes the case needs to be polished too. Right. Unless she doesn't want them. But like if it was a stainless bezel too. Stainless is a hard metal. It's not gold or anything like that. So it, it requires different pastes. So Pl serious, yeah, exactly. like a serious. Stainless style. steel requires a different paste than does gold. Right. And I believe gold and platinum can use the same paste. Okay. It's like a diamond-based paste. You're right. you're exactly right. So, no, Laurie, you'll you, you should need you need to have that watch uh, taken. All the way down so the bezel can be removed and polished separately. Come on, yeah. Yeah, next. Okay, so um, 
Second email comes from uh, Geordie Roth from uh, Sherman Oaks, California. And uh, Jody writes in D. Scott and Jody, what is the difference between a perpetual calendar watch and an annual calendar watch? Jody, it's an excellent question. And I'll boil it down and then I'll explain it a little further. Essentially, an annual calendar watch will require one adjustment a year on March 1st. Okay. On March 1st, the watch will be reading either March 29th I'm sorry, February 29th or February 30th. Yeah. But the watch will require one adjustment on March 1st. A perpetual calendar will never require adjustment because unlike an annual calendar, a perpetual calendar knows which months have 30 days and which months have 31 days. And it knows that February has 28 days and it knows that February every four years has 29 days. Whereas an annual calendar watch simply knows that January is 31 days, February doesn't, March does, April doesn't. Right. So yeah. it just doesn't, you know, it's not as smart as a perpetual calendar watch. And what about the uh, uh, secular calendar watch? Oh, follow-up <laughs> que- follow questions. Hey? <laughs> uh, a secular calendar watch, actually uh, a very, very uh, special watch from Sven Anderson is a secular calendar watch. It actually can account for what's called the leap year correction. So... While every four years, we do add a day to February to make up for the fact that each day isn't actually 24 hours long. At the end of the millennium or every hundred years, we don't. We skip that We skip that, that leap year. So there is no leap year. It's, it's called the leap year reset. And this watch, and a secular calendar watch, will be able to track the next four hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen them. You know, my perpetual calendar watch needs to be reset in the year twenty one hundred, which is good news. I hope Jaeger, I hope the Grand Masson is still there. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> The third email comes from Josh Einhorn from Tarzana, California. Dear Scott and Jody, I have an old clock that needs service. Uh, The problem is that it literally is floor to ceiling. So it must be an old... Oh, it's like a grandfather clock. Um, Are there clock makers that will make house calls? This is a great question. You know, somebody asked me this uh, at the Starbucks last week. The, The answer is yes. There are. That's and, almost like a piano tuner. Yeah, you know, there's a ve- they're very specialized guys, and there's a couple of guys in L.A. that do this. Okay. Um, so if you're in Tarzana, we have his email? Of course we have his email. Josh, I'll send you an email, or Jody will, letting you know about who this guy is. The guy that I know that my, my father has used, the guy's in Manhattan Beach. Okay. And he'll fix everything from the Atmos that, uh, you know, that, we have at the house oh, to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to a grandfather clock, but I don't, I don't know what, to what extent. So if anything, he comes to your house and he charges just to show up at the house and right. give you an estimate. Yeah. I guess that's the. I know because I mean, <clears throat> some of them might need a full breakdown and a lubrication, clean lubrication. I mean, that's some serious work, but maybe he takes it down into his, his van or his truck and. I'm not sure what the, you know, it's interesting. We should ask Martin Braun about that. Yeah. Because maybe yeah. there's a way where the, 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 the clockmaker can remove just the mechanism from, the, from this huge piece of furniture right. and take that back to his shop for service and then get it back in there. Because right. most of these things are pretty ornate and, and yeah. some of them are really heavy. Delicate. Know? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. uh, we'll send you Josh. We'll send Josh yeah. the, the name of that guy. He's in, he's in uh, Hermosa Beach, I think. All right, okay. Sorry, go ahead, Jody. Yeah. Um, the f- uh, fourth email comes from uh, George Swanson from Santa Cruz. And George uh, writes in D. Scott and Jody, I own a small construction company and I am an avid watch lover. Can you recommend some beta watches that aren't G-Shocks? <laughs> Something of, you know. Well, I mean, everybody has a different definition of a beater. We're, we're going to talk to Roman, who says he's got an Oris that's a great beater. Okay. 
I, I talked to one guy who said he, he loves his Rolex Milgau. It's a great beater. <laughs> yeah. You know, I dared, uh, I posted a picture of a friend's solid gold Submariner. And I thought, thought to myself, who even goes diving in this watch? And I got flooded with a number of pictures of guys with their, what's the problem you know, responses, you know. Um, I like the Oris as a daily beater, but, you know, if you're in construction, your watch is going to get the crap kicked out of it, don't you think? That's the thing. I mean, I'm the same too. Sometimes I'll take a, a glycine and <clears throat> I, I know I'm taking a risk with just grating the uh, crystal or something like that. Right. But you want to wear something that makes you feel good. It's a beautiful timepiece and it's maybe Swiss. And, um, <clears throat> right. But, you know, but maybe an Oris, it could be a good thing. Well, you and I are, you know, musicians, so we work with our hands a lot. Yeah. I don't wear a watch when I play. I, I don't know if you do. So Occasionally I might. But, um, uh, I'm the I'm I'm the guy with the biggest oh, wrist, yeah. wrist fetish, but if I'm working, I got I, I take that watch off and I'm playing. I can't. Yeah. I don't like to feel the weight on my wrists. Right. Anyways, that's just me. Hey, if you got questions or comments, you know you can always email us Scott at watchgeektime.com. And of course, Jody at watchgeektime.com. Tweet us on the Twitter at watchgeektime on Instagram. Instagram.com slash watchgeektimepicks, P-I-X. The website is watchgeektime.com. And as I like to say, <laughs> this is the watchgeektime.com podcast. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Jody, we're going to talk about the new hotties from the real real the that real, you got real. on the screen. Yeah. Over there. That's an annual calendar you got up there. Mm. Oh, good. So okay. that works in with the email question. Nice. All right. Stick around. We'll be right back. does your watch say about you right now it's saying you could have more money in your pocket you see the real real the world's finest seller of authentic luxury items can help you sell any fine watch that you're ready to move on our master watchmakers and orologists will give you a free quote there's no obligation to consign but if you do you could make twice as much as through other watch resellers learn more and earn more at therealreal.com radio that's therealreal.com radio Farmers presents 15 seconds of smart. So you want to drive more safely. Stop eating. Take deep breaths. Avoid bad weather. Get eight hours. Turn it down. And of course, talk to farmers. Hi. Hi. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. And now, here's the watch geek, Scott Goldman. Back to Watch Geek Time. This is the WatchGeekTime.com podcast. We record the show live, 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific Time. It's a conversation about heritage history and why we're so hooked on horology. Photographs of the watches we mentioned on the show can be found on our Instagram page. It's, it says, Instagram uh, page. Instagram. <laughs> that's the that's short for Instagram now has its short word. Can be found on our Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> Upload a wrist shot with the make, model, and reference if you know it, and hashtag it W A Y W T. So, Jody, for, uh, let, can we talk about these new arrivals at mm. the Real Real before we get to our guest on the absolutely on the yeah. phone? All right, we got an IWC here. Um, 
This one's the annual calendar watch. They got this listed at, you know, close to 14995 But But uh, originally it was retailed at around 21000 That's a beauty, isn't it? It's got I a like blue dial. Yeah. yeah, I've got a, a soft spot for items. Blue dial. <clears throat> so really nice. And uh, 12 o'clock, it's actually got the the month and then a separate window, the actual day, and then the third window is the actual day, as in like Tuesday it's displaying. So it's an annual calendar. So it requires one adjustment a year on March 1st. Dauphine hands. Dauphine yeah. hands. With two sub-dials. Nice. So uh, the next one we've got here is a pa- oh, Panerai. Brown leather strap. It's done in the black. Black carbon. Yeah, the carbon. Yeah. And at uh, nine o'clock, it's got the uh, seconds hand. And what's special about that movement that you notice there at six o'clock? I see. It's got an eight-day movement. Yeah. And that's an eight-day movement courtesy of Georges Lecoult. Really? Yes, sir. That's one of their movements. So I don't know if it's one of their movements, but it's certainly... One of their designs. It's how Panerai learned how to do the eight-day movement. And the original Panerai with the eight-day movement was a Jaja Lecoultre movement. Okay. Yeah. And it's like it's like on a, a, a rail, like a... Track. Like a slider track, yeah. yeah. Really nice. Linear scale. So that one's, that one's going for uh, 8495 What was the retail? The retail. Let's have a look down here. Ooh. 13000 Ooh. 13. Very nicely done, realreal.com. And he's one of the crown jewels. Yes, you like this one, I know. The uh, Vacheron Constantine, Constantine Historiques mm. watch. It's a chronograph. It's tight, it's in gold too. Mm-hmm. Made in carat. What's a real, real sell it for? They're, they're 7000 Okay, now look at the full retail price when it was new. Look at this. Oh, hold your breath. This yes, might sir. be the deal of the day. Is the deal of the day? This was $56,000. And what's the price now? Seven nine nine five. Ladies and gentlemen, I never thought that I could say the words $8,000 equals a bargain, but if you can get a Vasher and Constantine chronograph for eight grand, you got the bargain of the day. 56000 Unbelievable. Wow. Mm. Ooh. So here we go. So there's a Jaeger La Coltra Grand Reverso mm-hmm. calendar watch. Mm-hmm. Very tidy piece. Mm-hmm. With Very tidy. Oh, look at that. Right. So but it's got the moon phase and the date. All in the one sub dial. All in the one sub dial there at six. With yeah. the blued hand sword hands. Mm-hmm. And, and the oh, look at that. And, and the, the small day and month. Day, yeah. In the window. So mm-hmm. this was, oh, this is now going for 6100 That was probably about twelve grand new. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you Jaegers. They do. So they're stating 11100 Oh, well, there you go. I'm sorry, grand off. That's a beauty. It's, it's damn close. There's another oh, Jaja. So here's the uh, Jaeger LaCulture Master Compressor. Extreme World Chronograph Ooh, Watch. Oh, God, that's gorgeous. And, uh, I want that one, Jody. That, that is nice. Yeah, I want that one. <laughs> Anyhow, so on the outer bezel, it's got the, uh, obviously... All the, all the, the 24 time zones. The time zones. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can turn them around. It's got a... Uh, That's a day-night indicator right there. Is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because okay. if you slide down, notice how the London, which would be GMT, is in red? GMT, yes. Yeah, so... It's a 24-hour ring. That's why that's zero time, London time. Okay. Tw- yeah, it's, oh, that's just stunning, isn't Very, it? Very uh, tidy piece with all mm. screw-down crowns. Mm-hmm. And it's chronograph. Right. And all those crowns are screwed down, like you said, so they can't be activated unless you unscrew them and push them. And uh, even mm. the uh, strap is beautiful. It's... <clears throat> Black and orange with the stitching is orange. Ex- same exact strap on my Amvox. So, yeah, it's uh, it's going for four. What is it? Five thousand four nine five. Great price. That is good. And I think it was like fourteen grand, maybe. Yep, fourteen thousand. There you go. How about it? Oh, I was okay. You, so you've I got can, this thing with yay because you know. I just know what. <laughs> I've probably I've had dreams about that one. I'm sure. I don't even need to look them up. I might say I'll call you up and say, "Hey, Scott, um, you know, there's a Memovox. How much? Seven grand. 
What a wonderful reference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a sweet Rolex. Was that an Air King? Is it? Oh, it's Explorer? Uh, is that the an Explorer? Oyster Perpetual Explorer. Oh, that's a sweet one. Look Very tidy, uh, yeah, tidy timepiece with no no date on it, but it's a black dial mm-hmm. with the, uh, the the trademark hands. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they asking for? Is there for a it? sticker still on the back? Oh, look at that. There is. So that's there. like new old stock. Right. Because I heard recently that Rolex is not going to let a watch out of the... Uh, an authorized dealer anymore without taking the stickers off. You have to take the stickers and the tags and all that stuff off. If somebody buys a watch, you can't walk out of the store with it. Yeah. Do they heat shrink them? Like some, I've seen some of them, they'll put a a clear heat shrink and you have to destroy the heat shrink to get the... Sometimes. I don't know. But uh, this one's going for 3995, close to 4,000, which is great. And retail, 6,550. I like that one. That's like new old stock. Yeah. NOS, as we say. NOS. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Okay, so ooh, okay, so what do we got here? A Breitling uh, Nav Timer World Watch. Ooh, another World Watch. Another Timer Watch. Blue dial. Looks like it's got chronograph. Well, all Breitlings have chronographs, but that one looks like it has a World Timer bezel, too. Look at that. Yeah. Ooh, you picked up some nice ones, Joe. Look at that sweet. Bad. That's a sweet one. It's got a it's got a, a tachometer. Both in kilometers and miles. Mm-hmm. Very sweet. Yeah. Is it open back? No. Close back, but they don't like you to see inside those bright link folks. You <laughs> notice that? Yeah. Okay, so this one's coming for three thousand four nine five. So thirty five hundred at the real real and full retail it was seven thousand one sixty. That's not bad. Fifty percent off. Very nice. So yeah, there you go. If you're a Breitling, mm-hmm. Omega. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, very nice. <laughs> yeah, so. you and I like that one. What is that? Is that a Seamaster? It's it a Seamaster and yeah. uh, Seamaster chronograph. It looks like with a white dial with gold hands. Ooh, it's very nice. It's very tidy. Yes, and, sir. Uh, it's in stainless steel. So that that I would wear every day. That's not a beater though. You think you could beat up that baby right there? You I could think probably I could. could, yeah. For the price of three thousand two nine five. That was probably that's probably a sixty four, sixty five hundred dollar watch Let's new as go. a guess. God damn, Scott, it's yeah, seven thousand. Oh well I'm it. a little under on that. <clears throat> How do you like that? It's wonderful. Oh, I like and that. the the dates between sweet. three and six, right there, that's down sweet. there on, in between uh, four, four and five. Four and five, that's sweet. Yeah. Very tidy. So, here's another Rolex, Air King. There's the Air King. The other one was an Explorer. Boy, they look a lot alike, don't they? Yeah. That one's cool, though. There's an Air King. And you can always tell the newer Air King there's a number at six instead of just a, a like a baton. Yeah, there's an actual number at okay. six on that one. Isn't that cool? Tidy. That's that's Very nice. nice. It is tidy. What's this yeah. tidy word? Because <laughs> it's just getting ready for Roman. It's nos, as in new old nos, stock. Nos, new old stock is nos. So this one's going for three thousand one nine five. Probably about six grand new. Yeah, uh, five thousand, just over five thousand. You like that one? Yeah, it's nice. It is one. That look at that one has all the stickers on it. Look at the little, you can see the sticker on the, yeah, on the, the, on the, the tag. Right. Right? Unwanted gift. You do? <laughs> uh, do oh, oh, unwanted gift or you want a gift? No, I'm just, it, like if someone's been holding on to that with the tags, it's almost like, was it, was it a gift and it was just Or did they win it in a contest? Yeah. See, because the, the reason I, I think they... Wanted won in a contest or in a golf tournament is you're reaching for the board. <laughs> it's the WatchGeekTime.com podcast. We're gonna step aside so Jody can buy himself a Rolex Air King. We'll be right back. Farmers, we make you smarter about your insurance because what you don't know can hurt you. What if you didn't know that taking pictures of your belongings helps when you have a claim? Nice. 
or that Farmers offers a policy that'll replace your car with a new one if it's totaled within the first two model years. And that parking near a street lamp deters thieves. The more you know, the better you can plan for what's ahead. Talk to farmers and get smarter about your insurance. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. There is a watchmaking standard that is revered around the world. That standard comes from Rolex. From clasp to bracelet to its unique watertight oyster case, a Rolex holds its value because it was intended to. Crafted from just three precious metals, platinum, steel, and gold, each defies the ordinary. Its steel, 904L, virtually indestructible and corrosion resistant, is incomparable. Its patented Everose Gold, created in an exclusive foundry, will remain beautiful for life. Inside, a genuine Rolex movement is a product of superiority and remarkable testing. It is unrivaled. At Rolex, flawless standards create more than a watch. They create a value that was meant to endure. For a complete selection of Rolex timepieces, visit your official Rolex jeweler. Available at Lux Bond and Green Jewelers, Westport, Greenwich, and other locations throughout Connecticut and Massachusetts, where every box has a story. What does your watch say about you? Right now, it's saying you could have more money in your pocket. You see, the real real, the world's finest reseller of authentic luxury items, can help you sell any fine watch that you're ready to move on. Our master watchmakers will give you a free quote. There's no obligation to consign, but if you do, you could make up to 85% commission, twice as much as through other watch resellers. Learn more and earn more at therealreal.com radio. That's therealreal.com radio. Rolex, Patek Philippe, Jaeger Lecoultre, Omega, Cartier, Breguet, and just about any other watch brands that come to mind. This is the Watch Geek Time Podcast. A man came up to me and asked me what the time was that was on my watch. Yeah, I said, does anybody really know what time it is? Ooh, welcome back to the Watch Geek Time. This is the WatchGeekTime.com podcast. It's a conversation about heritage, history, and why we're all hooked on the realreal.com. By the way, if you're in Soho, you'll want to visit their store. It's right near the Yokohama, uh, Yokohama Museum of Modern Art down there in the Soho Desert, d- d- District. Sorry, we're Where's that in LA? In New York and then in San Francisco. They have a pop-up, and then I'm understanding that they're going to open one in Chicago. So, Jody... As you mentioned at the top of the show, we got a good a good friend of ours on the line. He's from your your Yay. neck of the woods. Uh, hey, Roman, are you there? Can you hear me? G'day, Scott. How are you? Hey, Hi, Roman. Thanks for joining us, Jody. I'm going to let you guys uh, do your thing for a sec so we yeah. can get that out of the way. Oh, okay, Roman. Yeah, where, where, where are you from, mate? I'm down in Melbourne. Nice. Uh, which part? Are you down sort of in the city there or are you? Yeah, I'm. I can see the city from here. I'm. I'm in Carlton, so that's about two and a half, three k's away from yeah. the CBD. Nice, it's nice and central. Good you know you. where that is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's cool. All right, you guys done? Can we move on? Or can we do the show? Sure, I'm going to check uh, out uh, Roman's uh, timepieces here. So I- Roman joins us from down under, and thanks. Hey, Joe. First of all, we really appreciate you uh, joining us today. Roman, it's great. And I know you're a big fan of Martin Braun, which is what brought us together. And we're going to get there in a sec. But sure. the, f- the first watch I have up on my screen is a Dornbluth. Yep. Sir, Yep. this, I-, I hate to start at the top of things, <laughs> but this is an absolutely fantastic timepiece. I know Dirk for a long time. Can you tell us a little bit about this Dornbluth first and foremost? Yes, yeah, so this I got from a friend of mine, also also an indie collector from Down Under. So Dornbluth, as you know, some of your listeners will know, it's a family brand, and it's just a beautiful thing. You know, those guys, Dirk mm. in particular, you know, he, made, he started the brand as a tribute to his dad, who was a watchmaker, so Dirk wanted to give him a present. You know, so he started, he made this first watch, and this watch is beautiful. The movement on there is unbelievable. Do you know what movement he starts with? What's the base movement? Do you know? It's an ETA movement. It's ETA. Look, you know, 
Sorry, it would be either an ETA or a unit test. I'm pretty sure it's an ETA. Because whatever he does, he takes that movement apart. He snails all the... Uh, Yeah, I'm uh, just looking at the gears. The barrels are totally snailed. Uh, The the bridges are... are, What is that? What would you say? That's Cote de de Genie. Cote de Genie. Yeah. Yes. And and, uh, Cote de Genove. And then he's got the, he's he's goosenecked the what looks like the regulator, so he's done is, some yeah. of his own stuff there, you know. Absolutely, and it's hand engraved and everything. You can personalize yeah. it if you want. It's an unbelievable, unbelievable thing, which kind of kicks on to my sort of thing. You know, the whole we might get the you know the ind- the independent kind of in-house movements versus you know taking a stock movement and working it up. Both have merit. So yeah. No, it's a beautiful piece. It is a beautiful piece. Nice, yeah. yeah, he's done a great job with this watch. I, I'm re- I applaud yeah. you on that one. I'm gonna move on to the next one. I've got and I and I really thank you for putting them side by side. So, Jody, what you see there is obviously yeah. the Martin Braun, <clears throat> the Martin Braun the, with the the, the, the Doxa, Doxa yeah. and the Martin Braun with what started as an ETA movement, but ended up as an EOS. So we're looking at the picture that you sent with the EOS yep. on the left and the uh, uh, yep. the CCM on the right. Look at yep. that EOS. It's wonderful. I know. It's good, isn't it? It's a beauty, as we say down here. It's, it's a beauty. <laughs> now, that's a fantastic piece right there. And then he's got his and his brothers side by side right there. Nice. Yes, You're sir. a good photographer, Roman, by the way. Hey. That's a good, those are some good, clear photographs. Very nice. Yeah, that's, that's iPhone quality. Very, very nice. <laughs> There's a, look, look at the back there side. They are. Yeah, they're yeah. nice. Yeah. Do you wear the uh, the EOS uh, often, Roman? Uh, the EOS, look, it'll probably come out, you know, maybe five days in a month. So I sort of rotate from mine. But no, I, I love wearing that piece. It's a beautiful piece. I love, piece, love, love wearing that piece. We're looking at it now. Yeah, we're back yeah, on it. Because, it's, it's the watch. It's yeah. the shot of it where it's by itself. So so just a, yeah. a question. And the reason I w- Yep, go for it. Oh, how do you set the uh, the 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 the, the morning uh, sunrise and sunset? Yeah, how do you uh, set that with the single so, crown? Yeah, so that piece, um, so it's set for so as you know with the cams they're set for a geographic location. The piece that I got serial number zero zero one, which I got through a second. So that's set for Rome. Um, okay. So, so he knows when the sun's was, going up and down in Rome. <laughs> so it's built into right. the, the But what movement. I figured out, right. I went, there's a website, and I can't quite remember, I think it's timeanddate.com or something, where you could figure out sunrise and sunset times for the whole world. And what I've figured out is that the uh, Melbourne and Rome are roughly six months apart. You know, so if I set it for, you know, 1st of June instead of, instead of 1st of January, they kind of coincide. Right. So, you know, it might be oh, that's 10 minutes out. It might be 15 minutes out. But, you know, that's still the closest mechanical sunrise, sunset in time yeah. indicator in the country from a mechanical risk point of view. So, no, so I, that's why I love wearing that piece. I have never seen another one down here, which is always nice, you know. Good to be special, Wonderful. as my mother used to say. Marty said he'd look after you on that and get you handled with getting that adjusted oh, he's to, the man. to Melbourne. Oh, he's the man. All right, I'm on to the next picture. We're going to, I just don't, I'll, I'm, if, if we're in the middle of talking about one of these, sometimes Jody likes to say it's commercial time, so That's I may fine. just cut you off. <laughs> I'll play along. Uh, Ming, tell us about this yeah. Ming, and I love the dial work, by the by. Yeah, so there was a, so this watch, when it came out last year, it had, a, you know, created a lot of buzz. So Ming, Dane, he's a photographer, watch collector, you know, man about town, great guy. He spent a lot, so he created his own brand because, you know, he sort of collected everything he wanted to collect and he wanted to create his own, you know, company, which is crazy hard to do. That watch is designed to an unbelievable level. You know, I think when they came out, they only made 300. Um, they sold, you know, in four minutes. And he made, you know, he released them in batches of 100, I think, and mm. they sort of sold in five minutes. So, mm-hmm. look, it's a titanium watch. Um, I love it. It's, once again, it's a um, not in-house movement, but the finishing on everything from, you know, the multi-layer dial to the hands. Ah, it's, it's a beautiful watch. It, it's sort of, it's a watch lover's watch. You know, it's, if I wear it to a watch gathering, you know, eyes go in. People know what it is. Well, it's interesting to me how with everything that's so complex, and you have a really eclectic collection, I appreciate that. This one is strictly <laughs> hours and minutes. 
Not even a second hand. And and 12 is listed as zero. So very, very uh, counter culture to your collection. I'm trying to see some through point with your collection, but there doesn't seem to be. Now I'm going to get to one that's just mind blowing. H. Moser and C, who we talked about last week at Roman's suggestion. Look at that watch, Jamie. Look at the finishing on that. Tell us about this watch a little bit, would you please? I love that company. You know, that's, you know, what I look, so as I sort of collect, I look for companies that do something, you know, that have personality. And that's why I really like indie watchmakers, which that's what we'll get to. But those guys, you know, the, the CEO of that company, young guy, you know, he's the one that came out with, you know, the Apple Watch and all of that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you know the man's got, you know, cojones, as I believe you for guys sure. say. Yep. You know, but their design, you know, from the, the, the shape of the hands, those beautiful leaf hands, the power reserve on the back, the movement, the removable escapement, that double escapement that you can remove and regulate and turn, that's just unbelievable. You oh, know? And it fantastic. wears so beautifully. I mean, it's, again, one of those watches, it's very simple. So it's three-hander watch, you know, but it's just done so well. It's, I, I can't highly recommend, you know. No, you uh, scored that, that there. You yeah. scored yeah. there. Before we have to run off to a break, I want to make sure that uh, we talk about this Oris watch a little bit. And when we come back from break, we got a few more to talk about. But this, tell us about this Oris diver. Somebody asked uh, so the, in, a, in a question during email about a beater. Would you consider this Oris, uh, this diver watch, a beater for you? Uh, look, you need to have a, you know, you need to have, you know, Stallone's wrist for it to, you know, to be a beater because it is hefty. But Oris for me, it's a fantastic brand. One of my favorite brands, you know, is that I'm migrating towards the indies now. But for group brands, which have, you know, what I call, you know, sort of integrity about their product and the price value they put, you know, on what they sell, Oris is fantastic. I mean, that depth gauge, you know, it's a mechanical depth gauge. Not many on the market at all of the mechanical depth gauge. You know, they put a second sort of crystal Sweet. on it with a yeah. hole. Yeah. That's just that's just clever, brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's a beautiful but watch for sure. Yeah, but you could you could put a bullet through it and it will keep ticking. So it's a fantastic piece, quality uh, one. I like that one a lot, it, and I like the way that's patina. Yeah, yeah, it's well worn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I see Jody reaching for the the board, Roman. So just stay. You stay right where you are. We're gonna let the the man have his say about uh you know this that and the other tell us about insurance and tell us about watches that are for sale it's the watchgeektime.com podcast we're gonna be right back stay with us what does your watch say about you right now it's saying you could have more money in your pocket You see, The Real Real, the world's finest seller of authentic luxury items, can help you sell any fine watch that you're ready to move on. Our master watchmakers and horologists will give you a free quote. There's no obligation to consign, but if you do, you could make twice as much as through other watch resellers. Learn more and earn more at therealreal.com slash radio. That's therealreal.com slash radio. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything even a UFH2O. That's not good. That's not good. That's really not good. It happened August 14th, 2008, and we covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. This is the Watch Geek Time Podcast. I don't care what consequence it brings. I have been a fool for lesser things. I want you so bad. I think you ought to know that I intend to hold you for the love. Welcome back to Watch Geek Time. It's a conversation about heritage history and why we are hooked on Roman's watch collection. On the phone with me is a good friend friend of the show, Roman from Down Under. Roman, are you with us? G'day. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> he is there. <laughs> I'm there. here. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, the, the, the board is fighting me here, Johnny. Okay, I don't want to fight it. All right, so I'm going to get back to the, some of the photographs he's sharing with us. Uh, where are you? 
What was that triple rider I saw? Ah, What's he's going to, on over here? Okay, so he's going to tell us about this. Yeah, Roman. This is a Paul Gerber. Let me just show you the front first, Jody. Okay? Yeah. It's called a Synchron. <clears throat> tell us about this watch, yeah. and then I'm going to flip to the other side so Jody can ooh and ah the, the rotors. Go ahead. Take away, Roman. So, Synchron, so it's a watch made by probably one of my favorite watchmakers in the world, Paul Gerber. And, um, so, Paul's based in Zurich, in Geneva. So, Paul, for many, many years, was a technical, he's a technical genius. So, so he w used to consult for a lot of the brand. You know, he's made watches or designed movements or solved problems, you know, in design making for a lot of the big companies, which he's not at liberty to discuss and we probably should mention. But, you know, like a lot of these brands who have, you know, ind independent watchmakers, you know, work behind the scenes, but their names don't appear on the dial. So Paul does have a range of his own watches, which are just fantastic. So the Synchron was essentially his way of making a three-hand titanium watch. It's a 42-mil watch. Yeah. And what he's done is he's created his own unique um, rotor system, you know, on the back. So it has three rotors, as you noticed, Jody. And explain just why your watch in particular has the hour hand in a separate color, because I would just want to point out for the listeners, the watch is typically has a greenish color, uh, That's for right. for, yeah. for legibi le legibility, but there there's a special thing about your watch, Roman. Yes. So when I got it, when I sent it for its next service to Paul, I said, "Look, Paul, you know, would it be possible to make my watch a little bit special?" And you know, you get a reply back from Paul's lovely wife, uh, Ruth, who manages business. Said, definitely, you know. And I said, "Can you put a different colored hour hand on it?" And she said, certainly, you know, we Paul can certainly do that. Nice, right? Said, that, that'd be brilliant, because so, then my watch will be different, and also I could read the time a bit easier, you know, because the hour and minute hand can look similar. And then, you know, if you look at the rotors on the back, I said, you know, while you're customizing, you know, can you customize one of the one of the rotors for me? Um, because they sort of, they all move in, you know, in, in uniform, they all move together. And said, you know, I'd like to have mine a little bit different, you know, we'd maybe put a timestamp on when we're doing this. said, absolutely, tell us what you want. And we will make it happen. And that's the beautiful thing about... RS 2016. You know, human to human. Look at that. Yep. That's yep. hot. Wow. Yeah. Roman, are those um, rotors stacked? Uh, no, no. They, they they all rotate in the same plane. So but, uh, I mean, closer... do they rotate 360 degrees? Like, are they actually at yes. stagnated Correct. heights? No, they'll all yes. turn no, no, together. No, no. They're all turned together. If you, you'll notice there's a so little, wheel, little yeah. Yeah. wheel in the middle. And they all rotate together all through 360. Yep. And they never wow. get caught. Okay. You know, and all I right. always try to get... They don't not, they're not independent. They all move in the, okay. same, the they're, same... They're all together. Yeah. yeah. The motion yep. is beautiful too. And they never get too. tangled. And they never get tangled. Yep. Look, it's, it's just gorgeous. The it's next gorgeous. watch that I've got up on the screen looks like a retrograde seconds hand watch. Correct. Yep. So that was a special thing. So I think when Paul released that... Um, that was the only watch the... on the market that had a you know retrograde seconds hand, and it's just mesmerizing to watch it you know get to sixty and then boop, flip yeah. to zero yeah. and start again. It's now you know what's so interesting cool. about this watch, Roman, and I think you'll agree, it's really it's almost reminiscent of a Calatrava with the font that Paul chose for the numbers. Yes, yes. The other cute thing about the numbers, yes, I agree, definitely. Yeah, things. If you notice the numbers, they get gradually bigger until they get to twelve. Yes, they get right. on both sides. How cool is that? That's the How coolest. Cool is that? <laughs> cool. How cool is that? This guy Gerber is really one of the great independents, and we we need to do a show about right. him. Okay. For sure. For sure. <clears throat> um, the next watch I've got up on the screen. I just want to. We might run out of time. I might have to move on, but I wanted to make sure we talked about this Calabrese. Who does that remind you of? Wow. I'm, well, I'm, that reminds, mm, me, that reminds me of George special, Daniels. Pretty special. Yeah, and I love the art deco on the uh, the work on yeah. the lugs there. So, so, yeah, so Tell us about this watch. Yep. Yeah, so I got that a little while ago. So this watch was made in 1992, I think, from memory. So it's one of the early production ones. So that silver dial is a hand-textured dial. So I think Vincent actually, you know, roughs it up with a little burr. To oh, it's fantastic. Each of them is, yeah, each of them is individual. So that watch has a second time zone that's, you know, shown with the two in the two sub-dials. And, you know, one sub-dial has the yeah. hours, one sub-dial has the minutes. So it's a second, so it's a two two time zone piece. Now, unique to Vincent's stuff. Vince, that's why he's so clever. So the second time zone can be set 
any time at all. You know, so most of the GMT watches, you know, it's an hour ahead. Sometimes they can do a half hour. This watch you can send one minute ahead, one minute behind, whatever you want. It's completely and it's independent. All set, completely independent, and it's all set from the crown. So there's no pushes. So you know, you just pull the crown. You can do the date. You can do the powers. You can wind it. You know, put all the things, all the second time zones. All that and the whole module that he's made, so it's an ETA-based movement. The module to do all that cool stuff is only one millimeter thick. Unbelievable, right? Is that the automatic, guys, the, Roman? The guys are genius. It's and a manual winding watch. Uh, no, no, it's an auto. So that that rotor at the back is spin. Wow. So it's an automatic watch, which is even better. So it doesn't have to, you know, because mm. you wouldn't want to set it, reset it all the time, you know. So, um, but Vincent is brilliant. So most people will probably know him from the, you know, the Quorum Golden Bridge. You know that vertical movement, um, a line that's signature to Quorum. So Vincent actually created that in 1980, I think, or 81. That's right. But and you know, Vin, yeah, Vincent was, you know, one of the guy, one of the guys who started the AHCI with uh, Sven Anderson and still going, you know, Vincent, no formal training as well. So Vincent kind of, you know, self-taught as a watchmaker. I think he started work as a watch repairer at age 14, <laughs> you know. God, fantastic, this so watch. He's an amazing guy, you know, still going, still got a brand. I highly recommend people, you know, chase him up. Lovely guy to interact with. So I've had interactions with him by email. He's a fantastic watchmaker, yep. Isn't it the great to be able to talk to these guys? I'm looking at the MIH now, Roman. This thing is yep. really special. It's got a. Is this, is this a perpetual calendar or is this a, a, a uh, an no, annual an calendar? Annual. So it's, yeah, so it's an annual calendar. So once again, that's the beautiful thing, you know, designed by in the, the guy, the master you've talked about, Ludwig Oshlin. Yeah, the guy from uh, Ulysses um, Nardin. Yeah. Yep. yeah, Ulysses Nardin and Oxen Jr. Um, so the earlier models were still made by Paul Gerber. So there's a connection to Paul Gerber we talked about. Now they're made by somebody else. But yeah, so that's a, you know, we talk about in-house movement versus non-in-house. This is based on a 7750, right? Value 7750. I think they put eight parts into it, you know, eight part extra. So it's an annual calendar that shows the three things all in line, which is brilliant, easy to read. AM, PM indicator, and it's even got a 30-minute chronograph on the back. You know, that's just, you know, and that's eight extra pieces, you know, to do, eight mm. extra components in the movement. I mean, those guys are just, you know, they They're really, so their whole thing is about life. doing things as uncomplicated as possible. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly. really fantastic, yep. isn't well, it? What yep. are the uh, two red dots there beside the month? <clears throat> yep, so that's the AM and PM indicator. So as the hours rotate, you know, if you can see if it's one dot, it's morning. If it's two dots, it's afternoon. <laughs> And, they, and the reason they put that in, because they figured, you know, those hands go around anyway for the date. So, you, you know, so you might as well put yeah. a, you know, cut a little tiny hole in the dial and you've got an extra complication at no extra components. You know, yeah. they just, and that's, and that's that Ludwig Oshlin going, you know, what can I extract from simplicity? And that's just brilliant. It's, and the MIH, once again, one of my favorite watches. If I see that on somebody's wrist, I know, yeah, that's a watch geek like me, you know. <laughs> it's not a watch that you would... Yeah, it's not a watch that you'll you'll sort of you know seek out and buy unless you know where to find it. There's only two places to buy it anyway in the world. So, but you yeah, said no, it on the backside. There's a chronograph. Yep, well, I should send you a photo. Yeah, there's a 30 minute counter. So the push button that you push activates a chronograph, and if you flip the watch on the back, there's a little porthole window, and it's a 30 minute counter which you can see the minutes tick across. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, cool. yeah. How cool is that? It's great. And that's based on a 7750. And that's what I mean, you know, the things that we, you know, we, there's this big debate now, you know, in-house better than, um, than, you know, standard movements. And in my head, it's just what you do with it. You could do so much with a, you know, with a workhorse movement. And, you know, but that's a whole other discussion, you know. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for another day when we have another call. Sure thing. I got yeah, a sure Speak thing. Marin up on the screen that is just fantastic. Yes, yeah, oh, I love that piece. So that was when I saw Peter's work. Um, this was while he was still at the helm. So you know the the, the recent change when he stepped away from his eponymous brand. Mm -hmm. um, but this is while he was still at the helm. So I think that's the signature. You know, enamel dial, just beautiful, beautiful work. Look at that. The yeah. special rotor. You know, the special rotor at the back um, going through. But yeah, that's you know that's just gorgeous. Foundation that's hands. Beautiful. It's yeah, got look at the serpent. Case. Look at the serpent hand on yeah. the date. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's that classic Piccadilly thing. You know, I think, and I think that piece was sort of one of the, I think the within the first dozen that he made. You know, I think it, you know, under ten even the serial number. That so, thing's fantastic. Was just when he was going out, yeah. That thing's fantastic. Out. And now I've got an Oris up on the screen. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. 
This is the one with the yep. Deb Cage, Roman. We, I think yep. we were talking about the bronze one in your collection before. Look at this watch with the Deb Cage. That's a big yep. dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is, but it's a beauty that. So very clever. So unique to Oris. So what they've done is they put a second crystal on it. They put a little, you know, there's a little fenestration, I believe is the term. <laughs> um, and that allows water to trickle in. And based on the pressure, you know, how submerged you are, that pushes the water through and that indicates the depth. How clever is that? Oh, it's perfect. Look at the, <laughs> look at the lugs. Yeah. Look at the size of the lugs on that thing. And I'm guessing the bezel's one way and one way only. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. It's a pure diver's watch. Pure yeah. diver's watch, yeah. And, and, and from the pictures you sent me, there's one last picture. It's the backside of the Moser and C. I just wanted Jody yep. to, to see what's going on yeah, there. So look at That's where they put the, this is why I love Moser and C. That's where they put the power reserve. Mm. And that's oh, that's beautiful. Isn't that it's, fantastic? Yeah, and look at the wonderful. finish. Yeah, you scored there, my friend. That's a beautiful <laughs> watch. It is. And it's gorgeous to wear. It just sits so well on the wrist, you know, and it just flies under the radar. Once again, it's not a Rolex, you know. Pasha. makes a comment, I know they're a watch geek like me. You know, <laughs> always good to recognize one's own, you know. <laughs> hey, Roman, I really appreciate you coming on the show. I'm glad you and Jody are... Found a found common ground down under. Hey, and you have a beautiful rest of your day down there. I really appreciate you taking the time and sharing your collection. And I know you and I have many conversations to go in the future. Thank you, gentlemen. Been a pleasure. Been a hoot. Anything you want to say? Anything to our friend? Oh well, uh, yeah. Keep us updated. And and uh, what about photos for Twitter? Are oh, we uh, able to everything s- we see on the gonna... show, I put on the on okay. The, yeah, it, it's a uh, Watch Geek Time picks. So it's Instagram.com slash WatchGeekTimePicks. Of course, on the Twitter, uh, at WatchGeekTime, on WatchGeekTime.com. Okay, we got to get to the shout-outs. Hey, Roman, thanks, buddy. We'll uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Jody, you got any shout-outs? Yeah, uh, Judy, uh, Leo, Barry, and uh, Matt. Okay, good. Now, you left me hanging. I got to rip through these as quickly as I can. Well, there's George. How's George uh, going? Roman down under, first of all. <laughs> the neighbors, Ken and Tom, Susan and Jamie, John and David, Will and Alicia, April, Andy and Trudy, Florence. Big shout out to Chris and Arun out at One Source, Tara from Feld, Antoine Macedo from Antoine Macedo, watches in Paris, George, Diane and Dylan out there in Woodland Hills, like you just said. The high-tech Texan, my San Diego friends, Tim and Jenna, Richard and Austin, my brother Adam, and of course, also in San Diego, my Uncle Don. Thanks again to our sponsors, TheRealReal.com and Farmers Insurance. Merci beaucoup to David, our announcer. Last but not least, thanks to you, my Watch Geek Wingman. You're welcome. I appreciate you very much. It's a conversation about heritage, history, and why we're all hooked on horology. It's the WatchGeekTime.com podcast. Until next week, bye-bye. bye-bye.